And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Doc Manson, at Doc Manson, how fast can you eat an ear of corn? That is a great question, DC Matthews, at the DC Matthews. Not one to which I know the answer, of course. Um, I don't feel like I eat corn particularly fast, so I'm going to say three minutes, maybe? I mean, I guess if I rushed, I could go faster. Do you go... Are you typewriter style? Do you rotate and move, rotate and move? I think I'm typewriter style. You know, nah, 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 yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure I that's me. I I had two ears and I knew we were recording a little early, which is always good for me. So I I ate, I probably ate both ears of corn in three minutes or less. I can't eat corn like that. I can't. I barely have your corn at all anymore it just goes right through me dc matthews at the dc matthews well how quickly yeah. like we had to be scientific about it like are we talking half an hour sometimes but no sometimes it's just wow. like you know the next day but it's just well, yeah i think it's but it's not gonna be good you know what i mean like it's gonna be uncomfortable is it just mostly corn it definitely comes out looking a lot like it did going in These not are- digesting it these are the types of podcasts we have when I when I have a seasonal beverage. Mmm, what kind of seasonal beverage is that? Well, it's orange, because Halloween is orange. It is uh, uh-huh. whiskey and orange juice. Oh, okay. You're not usually much of a whiskey drinker, so that's well, a bit of a change. A, Seagram's is whiskey, right? Sure. Yeah. Salud. Salud. How's life? It's okay. Things are starting to quiet down a little bit. Good. So, yeah, uh, that Thursday night class is pretty much over. So if we wanted to think about going back to Thursday nights, we could. Although, again, um, I'm rather somewhat enjoying having separation between recording and the need to edit and get it online. So No, I think we should record tomorrow night. Oh, okay. We'll cancel Halloween. Well, it looks like Halloween's going to be canceled anyways. That's true. I don't know it's if you looked rain. at the forecast. What is your opinion? Should Halloween be always on a weekend, or are you happy with it whenever it is? Well, so here's the thing. I think that it should be whenever it is. It should be, if it falls on a Thursday, it falls on a Thursday. However, and I realize this is a little counter, I do think that there should be a rain date built in. If it rains and Halloween sucks... Your town should just say, all right, forget it. It's on Saturday or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the only time that it's acceptable. Because frankly, if you're going to move Halloween to a more convenient day, then you might as well move all holidays to the the weekend. And then you're not going to have to work. I mean, don't get me wrong. Some people work on the weekends. But for those of you with the Monday through Friday, nine to five, like, then you're never going to get another holiday again. You'll never have to worry about holiday pay. As far as I'm concerned, that's tit for tat on that one. It only makes sense to do that if you're going to move Halloween. Do you get holiday pay? Sort of. Not holiday pay, but there are certain days that we get as holidays. So, where I am, 
very frequently you end up having to work on that holiday. Sure. But then you can bank the holiday and use it another time as a day off. And that day off is going to be a paid day off. So you're not making holiday pay per se, but you are getting paid to for not the be working. Right. All right. You're not getting time and a half, though. No, 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 no. no when I worked thing. at the bookstore, uh, you would get time. You would get one and a half times your pay if you worked on certain holidays. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's common for those types of positions, um, non-salaried, right? Yeah. But um, well, yeah. My students are are upset because you know I know some towns in the area are supposedly canceling Halloween and kind of postponing it a little bit, but I do think that should be uh, just. A, Across the board thing. If it rains and Halloween's on a Thursday, it's on the following Saturday. Assuming it's not also raining then. Well, how many rain dates can you have? That's the question. For Halloween, as many as it takes. So. Christmas, mm, one and done. You miss it, you miss it. I'm totally with you, but I feel that way about... I, I feel like most holidays, I just don't really care all that much and i feel bad about it i'm like what happened to me like does this mean i'm not a jovial person or is it just (laughs) (laughs) that's not what makes you an unjovial person however you are also not a jovial person (laughs) thank you okay you used to be a jovial when we first started this podcast and Mr. You really believed in your, your power of positivity message. Back then, you were a jovial person. You were embracing people on Twitter. You were forming relationships. Now, you're just like, I don't like the thing that just said it or your face. I'm done with you. <clears throat> At For one time, people. I thought you would be the person to build the community around DDT. Not anymore. <laughs> I was broken. I got broken. I'm trying to fix myself. It's all water under the bridge. It's all water under the bridge. I really enjoyed that email last week. It was, I, I think I said it on the air. I was, I was all ready to dislike it and just be like, this is just <clears throat> further proof that I was right the whole time. And then I actually read the email and I was like, you know what? This is exactly what needed to happen. And so now I'm feeling good. I can't wait to see what the follow-up is this I am looking forward to the email from the DDT hype team. And I know we have one. I've seen it. Oh, um, we we got a Twitter question. We do? Yeah. Jeremy sent us a a Twitter question or task for the podcast. In the spirit of Halloween horrors, a witch has cursed you with a choice. Do you, Doc Manson, either for the rest of your life, Always painfully sneeze candy corn. (laughs) Or, for the rest of your life, always smell like black licorice. I'm going to take the pain. I think I am too. I really don't like licorice. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I I smelled like licorice, I would habituate to it. And I would no longer smell it after a certain amount of time. However, I don't want to be the guy walking around that everybody's like, oh, there goes black licorice doc. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, they're going to be putting their hands over their face the rest of their mouth. As far as I'm concerned, the candy corn, okay, yeah, it's painful. But 
maybe I could turn it into a side business. I was maybe I say, could it's be a like, party, it's a party trick at least. At the very least, and I like to think it's a pretty successful Etsy shop. I mean, maybe not. You're not allowed to sell edible goods on Etsy, I guess. But uh, once it comes out of your nose, I don't know if it's edible anymore. Oh, it certainly is. It's still candy corn. You don't think it takes anything? So that's the question. Is it just candy corn or is it candy corn and the mucus from inside your nasal passages? One, I'm going to assume it's just candy corn because that's what was written in the curse. But even if there was the mucus, I'm telling you, man, I'm just going to wash those things underneath the uh, faucet, bag them up, and I'm going to sell them at the local farmer's market because I am that much of a bastard. I wonder if, like, you could get, like, really good, like, if you practiced, like, how good your aim could be. Like, <clears throat> I can hit, you know, I can pierce a target within, you know, 20 feet, and you just go, Ka-ding! make the, make the pain great. work for you. And I like candy corns. Like I said, it's coming out of my nose, but, hey, if it's coming out of my nose, that just means it was already in my body, so why not put it back in? Yeah, where do you think it comes from? Like, where does it generate? I don't know. I mean, it's, I'm going to say it's not generating in the lungs because then you wouldn't be able to breathe. So it's generating somewhere between the lungs and the, I'm going to say it's like in the sinuses somewhere. You've got these little candy corn dingleberries that are just developing and they get knocked loose. Nine minutes in, we already have a prime contender for title of the show, candy corn dingleberries. <laughs> I just imagine you go get like an x-ray and they're like, your sinuses are not only triangular, they're three different colors. I don't know how that happened. I like to think that unless they actually looked during the sneeze, they wouldn't see anything. You know, the real mystery of the curse. Yeah, we need to get Robert stacking on this. Yeah, right. <laughs> For those of you who don't know who he is, go watch some old Unsolved Mysteries. You'll be glad you did. Man, that theme song for that show, just like the opening, mm -hmm. that was so creepy. Like, I just remember that from my childhood. Like, that was... He was creepy. Was he looked like... Yeah! He, was, he looked like a wax figure that just happened to move and talked. Kind of, you know, I don't remember his voice, but it was kind he of... He kind of reminded me of uh, the Crypt Keeper, but with skin. You know what I mean? Like, Crypt Keeper had skin, but just, like, filled out a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Eventually, Robert Stack... Robert Stack? Yeah, you're right. Robert Stack was going to become the Crypt Keeper. That's all I'm saying. I think he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Voice changed, though. Speaking of which, it is the 30th of October. Are you going? Are you 29 for 29? I am 29 for 29. I, I had to break my bend. I'm going to say bend. I had to bend my own rules a little bit this past week. Um, last Friday, of course, I neglected to name as my piece of positivity last week uh, the Joe Bob Briggs last drive-in Halloween hootenanny. Uh, it was Friday night, and as what that was was basically uh, Joe Bob doing his horror host thing for three different movies from the Halloween franchise. Ended up being Halloween 1, Halloween 4, and Halloween 5. The Return and the Revenge of Michael Myers on those last two subtitles there. Now, I have obviously seen all three of those movies before, so I am sort of in, you know... I, I'm an error of my own self-imposed rules for Shocktober. However, the way I justified it is I had never seen those films with Joe Bob's commentary before. Ergo, they are new to me and count as part of Shocktober. And in fairness, also, 
I realized this watching parts four and part five subsequent days. I barely remember those movies. I think I saw those movies when I was like 12 years old, and I don't think I've seen them since. So it's actually been a nice long time since I had seen those two installments in particular. And you know what? They're not bad. They're not great, um, but there's some good ideas in 4 and 5, and I actually think uh, Part 4 in particular is a pretty good movie, and 5, um, uh, more of a letdown, I would say. Although I will say, in, in the um, in the marathon, if you will, could three movies be a marathon? I guess so. It's still... You know, still almost six hours of content, seven hours of content. Um, in, the, in that fifth movie, Joe Bob did say he considers part five the worst movie in the franchise. And I gotta say, I don't think I agree with that at all. I think far and away, Halloween Resurrection, um, part eight after H2O, is absolutely the bottom of the barrel for the Halloween franchise. So I think I disagree with Mr. Briggs on that particular assessment, but whatever. Forgive me if you've explained this already, but who is Joe Bob Briggs and why does his opinion matter? So back in the day, going back way back into the days, right? You remember horror hosts. These were people on local television stations who would introduce movies. A lot of times they were dressed up like monsters themselves. We're talking, um, you know, Sven Gulli, Elvira, to, you know. Uh, but Joe Bob Briggs sort of turned some of that on its head. And instead, he was, is this sort of like a hillbilly, not hillbilly, like redneck style character, like a, what was that comedian, um, Jeff Foxworthy? It's sort of like a character like that. Is he like Larry the Cable Guy? Not quite, not as dumb, but he's definitely not dumb at all, but he's just sort of this good old southern boy is the persona. And he just would introduce movies. And the other part of it is he's he was a horror, or I guess a genre movie enthusiast. He would he was a he would write articles, reviews for newspapers. So he was actually like a pretty well established guy in, you know, in the critic circle. And so for him to do this, um, it was really kind of cool because he's just so incredibly knowledgeable. He's been all over the place. He's talked to all sorts of different people. He's got connections all over the place. Like, you know, he's he is plugged into the circuit more than most. And you know, back in I don't know if it was late eighties, nineties. He used to host a show on TNT called Monster Vision, and that was probably the most popular uh, version of Joe Bob Briggs. Went on for years, but you know it sort of disappeared. Horror host became sort of a lost art. Although I will say, you know, Elvira's been hanging on there, and Sven Gulli out of Chicago has been making a comeback. Sven Gulli can be found on the MeTV television station now every Saturday night at 8 p.m., which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, but Joe Bob, he's just, he's incredibly knowledgeable. Um, he's well-versed in, uh, in the, in the genre and yeah, he's just, he's just a lot of fun to watch. Okay. You know what I mean? So he clearly has great passion. He le- he legit has the chops to back up. He's one of us. You know what I mean? One of you. Yeah, sure. And I'm, I'm not one of you. Yeah, come on. I did recommend um, to to a colleague of mine. She mentioned that she and her family like to watch scary movies. They like watch like one a week, just not only just in October, all the time. And so I was just kind of getting an idea of what kind 
of horror movie and she mentioned she kind of enjoyed more of like the psychological thriller sort of boring sort of thing i recommended it follows she jotted it down i don't know if that would count as a psychological thriller but it seemed more they don't go for the slasher movies necessarily i think it falls is more of a slasher movie except it has a fun sort of thinking premise to it I recommended that. She had mentioned Hereditary. Are you familiar with the movie Hereditary? Oh, yes. I watched it earlier this month, and it was one of the movies that I was very impressed with. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know anything about it except the name, but she said they really enjoyed it. So Hereditary was freaking fantastic. Um, this month, no particular order here, but I think the top three for me are easily Hereditary, uh, the remake of Suspiria, and I just watched this last night, but... Uh, a Quiet Place. All oh. excellent movies. Yeah. That's that's the recent Emily Blunt, John Krasinski. Yep. John Krasinski, also um, co-writer credit and director of that film, oh. as well as starring. And that's the quiet one, obviously. There's this silent. Yeah. So a, gr- a family surviving in this sort of post-apocalyptic world where... They don't really ever explain it in the movie, but I'm guessing they're extraterrestrial creatures. Um, they're heavily armored skin, practically indestructible, and they hunt, but from this, like, very highly attuned sense of hearing. So, any sort of noise, and you're going to bring them down upon you. Um, and so, like I said, they're just sort of surviving in this world, just him and his little family. Uh, the, the opening scene, I won't give anything away, but the opening scene, very powerful. And it just never really lets up from there. The whole movie is just really well executed, well acted, really good. And so the the general sort of plot is we pick up like 400, 500 days after, you know, whenever this started. And uh, John's character, I forget the name of the character, but his wife is basically full-term pregnant at this point. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And... Yeah. She has to give birth silently. It's crazy, man. It's a real good film. I highly recommend it. Have you seen the Sandra Bullock Netflix movie where she's they have to be blindfolded because they can't see the... Bird Box. Yes. Um, and no, I have not yet seen it, although it may be one that I get to in the next two days. Or if not, it will be on my short list for the near future. Eldritch horror in that one. That's more of a Lovecraftian thing, I think. You can't look upon the creatures without being driven mad. Yes. So very much a Lovecraftian sort of story, which I'm looking forward to. It's weird. I like Sandra Bullock, and I do this all the time. I see movies or, or you know properties in general, whether it's a video game or book, and I know I'm going to like it. And it's the same thing like, with, the quiet, with The Quiet Place. I knew... The moment I saw a preview for that, I knew I was going to love that movie. But for some reason, when I see things like that, I put it off. Because I, I feel like, well, I know I'm going to like that. Wouldn't you rather watch something that you don't know? That that discovery, I think, is what appeals to me. I know. I know you're giving me that no, face. But... No, I, that part makes sense. So it's it's you want to you be surprised by something as opposed to a quiet place, you know. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. When I finally sit down and watch it, yeah, it was really good. I highly recommend it. I really enjoyed my time with that film. 
So like, I'm not like, I, so I don't know why the aversion in the first place, but I, I, it's, it's just something about me. That's what I do. I tend to avoid things that I know I'm going to like, and I don't know why. Do you have a list? Do you, do you keep track of the movies or the ideas, you know, the, the things that you know, or that are going to interest you? So you have, even on a piece of paper, a cue really. of... No. So what I actually did start doing this month, because there was a lot of different stuff that sort of interested me. And of course, it's very difficult to try to track down where things are actually streaming now, since things are split across a thousand different services. Not PlayStation View, not anymore. Well, yeah, it's shutting down the end of January. Um, but yeah, so I, there's an app. It's a website as well. The app doesn't work that well, but it works well enough. Called Just Watch. And it's basically, you can search for a movie, and it will show you everywhere it's available to stream or rent. And I don't ever rent anything, so I'm only looking at where it's available for streaming. And don't get me wrong, a lot of movies aren't available at all, but a lot of them are. And so uh, that's how I find where I can watch the things I want to watch. And then in that app, I'm also able to put together a watch list. Interesting. So I will sort of just bump around... You know, because they will recommend, like, related movies to certain things. And so if I'll click on something, and if it interests me, I started putting it on my watch list. So it would remind me right. to watch it. So you do uh, have So that's something. what I've started doing. And what are you doing for tomorrow? Because tomorrow is... Now, granted, yes, it's going to rain. Are you gonna, not going to put... I know you usually actually sit outside, so it's really not going to work for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going to happen but with Do you the have log. new cardboard cutouts? Did that not happen this year? No, I I am um, I have enough cardboard cutouts for all the windows at this point, so I'm not really looking to make new ones at this point, unless like you know at some point a couple of them are going to have to get retired or replaced. But at the moment, I'm just sort of reusing what I have. I only set those up this evening. I really wasn't feeling the Halloween spirit this year. Sure. Um, well, you're working until like 15 different jobs. I know, but until I started listening to the sound scary. Halloween spooktacular. I'm listening saving that back, for tomorrow. I mean, I'm listening back to that show. I'm, I'm particularly partial to, I guess, the second segment. I think it's that's probably the second segment. Is but. that the one I'm on? Special guest, DC Matthews, because obviously you can't have a big show without including your friend and GQ's friend. You wouldn't leave I me don't out know what you would have possibly contributed to that show. I would have watched... I was thinking, though, um, I think that we had I, I, I really enjoyed recording that show and enjoyed listening back to it. And so now I'm thinking I need to we need to do something, you know, at the end of the year as well. We need to have another sort of spooktacular of some sort. And I was thinking we could. That's do a show. why you're not wanting to do the DDT awards because you want to do the spooktacular extravaganza. You're cutting me out of the end well, of the year festivities. In fairness, I only started really thinking about this in like the last two days since I started again re-listening to the Halloween spooktacular. I just feel like we need to have a holiday-themed show where we talk about. You know the the holiday themed movies or something. I don't know. I, I want to do something. I, I'm ex I'm I'm revved up now. Well, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna have my own buy the book marathon, and I'm not gonna invite either of you. Wait, what? Have fun. I've been drinking too much. <laughs> what do you think a buy the book marathon would be like? Thirty minutes. 
The last one was 45 of literally right. me just pretty much reading names. And I think Brandon Banks liked it, and that was probably it. But I'm at that point now where I am doing things just for individuals. <laughs> hey, as long as someone's having fun. I'm going to have fun right now, Doc Manson, because I'm going to let you know what's going to happen tomorrow. Not only is it Halloween, but it is the latest installment of WWE Crown Jewel. Wait, tomorrow? Tomorrow! Really? Yes! What time? Uh, I don't know. Hold on. Let me see. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm guessing uh-huh. like one... I am considering um, taking tomorrow off to maybe do some last minute decorating, even though, again, I don't think we're going to get that many kids, but I I sort of feel like the people who do come out tomorrow really deserve to see something. Sure. You know what I mean? I can't put the stuff outside that I normally do. If you take tomorrow off at 1 p.m., make sure all your work is done. Sit down. I'll send you the info for the WWE Network since you lost it again. And you'll be able to watch matches such as Team Hulk Hogan versus Team Ric Flair. Well, this sounds excellent. Team <laughs> Team Hulk Hogan, in case you wanted to know. I don't. Roman Reigns. Uh-huh. Rusev. Okay. Ricochet. Who's that now? Ali. Who? And Shorty G taking on Randy Orton, King Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Drew McIntyre. Doesn't that just sound like a waste of a match? You'll also get to see Braun Strowman versus Tyson Fury. I don't know who that is. That was what I was hoping for. Brock Lesnar will defend his WWE title against Kane Velasquez. Is that Kane's new last name? Wouldn't it be nice? No. I don't know who that is. We'll see uh, Saudi Arabian superstar Mansoor taking on Cesaro. I know who Cesaro is. There'll be a nine-team tag team turmoil match for the WWE World Cup. Okay. What does that entail? The World Cup or who the teams are? Both? Well, you've got the New Day, the Viking Raiders, Heavy Machinery, the Lucha House Party, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, the Revival, the OC, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, and my personal favorites... B team, B team, go, go, go. Seth okay. Rollins <laughs> will defend his universal title against The Fiend in a Falls Count Anywhere match that cannot be stopped for any reason. Not even for a pinfall or a submission? That was my question. <laughs> That's so stupid. There will be a 20 oh, man battle royal. The winner will face AJ Styles in that show to determine the new United States champion. Because that seems like an appropriate amount of work to become the United States champion. And in the most exciting match of the evening, and I actually mean this, 
for the very first time ever, two women will wrestle in Saudi Arabia. Who? I'm glad you asked. Becky Lynch, perhaps? No. Charlotte Flair? No. Sasha Banks or Bailey? No. Okay. We will see Natalia take on Lacey Evans. Now, I mock that slightly, but I do not mean to mock the importance of the fact that they will finally have a women's match. I don't mean to be culturally insensitive. So let me think of the best way to phrase this. <laughs> what will they be wearing? Well, Natalia pretty much wears a full body suit anyways. Yeah, but I still wonder. She's a well-endowed woman. Yeah. I think she will. I be... just wonder if that's still too I think she will be wearing a more conservative version of her usual attire. And Lacey Evans, that's a harder thing because she wears less. She might go for the full military uniform style thing. She is she is the one who's a Marine or was a Marine, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, exciting that we get a women's match in Saudi Arabia. That's a big deal. I, I will say, I don't care about pretty much any other match on that card. Yeah, it's too bad. But in fairness, I you know, with the last two crown jewels, I mean, they basically show... It's really strange, right? Because they spend all their time on their shows building up to crown jewel. Mm -hmm. Except... It seems like everything that actually gets set up and happens on Crown Jewel is non-canon. You know what I mean? Like, it almost feels like you step into an alternate dimension for one day, and nothing that happens there actually matters. Yeah. That's exactly right. So I, just, I just don't get it. I My guess. interesting thing is, okay, Friday Night SmackDown, are they? I don't know where it's being held. Maybe they're doing it overseas. But most of the roster is now in Saudi Arabia. Are we yeah. having SmackDown from Saudi Arabia? Are they doing like a clip show? Are they not having a show? I don't understand. Maybe SmackDown's going to be just Sami Zayn? I know there are some people who are not going. I don't think Kevin Owens is going. I don't think um, Sami Zayn's going. Daniel Bryan's not going. So they could probably pull that off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would think so. I, I would think so. But either way, I, like I said, it's not my sh my particular cup of tea for a variety of reasons, but I hope to try to be more of the Pope of Positivity. I hope that it's a good show. I hope that people enjoy the show. That'll yeah, nice. I mean, absolutely. I, I hold nothing against them. I think it, you know, if you, whatever. Watch the wrestling. Enjoy the wrestling, right? Right. Yes, exactly. Find your happy. Did you watch AEW episode four, Dynamite? Episode four? Whatever the most recent one was. Again, yeah, I can't remember four. what it is. Um, yes, I think I did. Last week's episode. I watched last week's episode. And it was, again, pretty good. Yeah. Um, and in fact, the one thing that we lamented last week 
you know, the fact that it seems like they're shying away a little bit from some of the wrestle silly, and I still agree that they are. Um, however, on this show, I did watch a, a a brawl through through the public areas of the arena in which Cody Rhodes took AEW champion Chris Jericho and shoved his head into a dipping dots freezer. <laughs> so uh that was enough for was me. Was that the brawl where DDP <laughs> was part of it? Yes, yes okay. it was. Uh, so and there was some good stuff there as well. You know, stepping they they did a little tease to WWE, which I thought was a little forced, honestly. You know, Jericho's up in the box talking about how you're not gonna do anything, and Cody's like, unlike some other wrestling companies, I can get out of the ring right now. That's not exactly what he said, but it's essentially what he said. Yeah. And as he stepped out of the ring and went to go go over the barrier. Chris Jericho kept talking him down, but that's when his brother joined him and DDP joined him and somebody else joined them. I can't remember, but either way, MJF, um, I think MJF, that was it. Yes, correct. But like, so like that didn't really play for me, but the thing that did play for me is once they finally did start going up those stairs and the inner circle retreated into that conference room right behind the box and closed the door, Cody Rose just put his hand out. MJF wrapped that hand up with his scarf and Cody just hand wrapped in the scarf, just punched straight through the glass to get through the door. It was, and that's the exact sort of badassery, cool moment that you just want to happen all the time in wrestling. And so you had that really cool moment and then that devolved into that public space brawl, which ultimately saw Jericho's head going into a dipping dots freezer like they hit the full mm-hmm. gamut of emotions that i wanted out of my wrestling show in that one segment honestly so does that make you more or less excited for tonight where they're going to sign their contract in the ring oh boy because i agree with everything you said except what i don't want from my wrestling is contract signings even if it's yeah. going to devolve into another brawl and maybe, I'm not you gonna know. defend it. I'm not gonna defend it because I don't know. Let's watch it and see what happens. I but you're right. That's true. I, but you're right. I don't want them to. Well, okay. I don't know. On the one hand, I'm gonna say I don't want them to devolve into those predictable segments. You know, the contract signing in the ring. Yeah. Because that because we know from WWE what that is. But on the other hand, if they t- if they take the approach, this is their first contract signing, right? If they go in there. Yes, you're right. I get where you're going. And if they go in there and they have Tony Schiavone there, is that his name? Schiavone? Yeah, Schiavone. But. Schiavone? Okay, if they take, if he's there and he's like, here's the contract, guys, this is a big match, this is very serious. You know, if they come out with their entourages and Chris Jericho and Cody are just staring each other down and they just put their signatures down, put their signatures down, and they leave, again, there will be something very refreshing about that. And I would be very surprised if they don't have their finger on the pulse of that particular segment. I will give them one. I will give them one and say, okay, show me what an AEW contract signing is going to be. Maybe but talk a little time, trash. Maybe, but if right. it becomes... That's the thing. Ultimately, it's not going to be entertaining, right? Because if all they do is stir each other down and actually sign the contract, well, you can't do that again. That becomes boring if you're going to waste TV time with that. 
Like, you can make a show of it this time, but then we need to see another... We never need to see another contract signing. Well, that's, if that's what an AEW contract signing is. If it had, if it had become, if they hadn't done last week, and it had turned from a contract signing into a full, full-fledged full brawl that went all over the arena and ended up in the Dipping Dots freezer, I would have been like, okay, that's slightly different than what I expect. But if it's, you know, the table gets overturned or somebody gets put through the table... It's fine, and the AEW faithful are going to love it because there are some people online who the AEW cannot do anything wrong. But I will personally find it a bit of a disappointment that it's just another one of these tropes. Sure. I mean, you know, we will see. Should we get to one of our tropes and uh, get to the emails, or is there anything else? Do you want to discuss the fact that Rusev is a sex addict? Um, what? So, the main event segment of Raw, the last, the last segment of Monday Night Raw, is the King's Court with Lana and Rusev. Because they are, Lana has left Rusev, she is now with Lashley. And she says that the reason that she left Rusev is that Rusev only wanted one thing, and that was sex. So she left a sex maniac... To go and have sex with another man. The belief is, I believe it is that, well, Lashley, Lashley's more than that. Either that or he's Except just better literally at it. all they have shown is them making out and being in a bed. They went out to dinner one time. You, But you understand the point I, that I'm I making. I totally get the point that you're making. I think one of the points they're making is that Lashley, for some reason might be better at it than Rusev. I don't know why. Maybe he has some advantage in some form or fashion. But, uh, but you know, she says this. Jerry Lawler kind of smirks and looks at Rusev. Rusev looks at the crowd, looks at Jerry Lawler, smiles, shrugs, and goes, can you blame me? And the crowd went wild. For what did they go wild? For him admitting that, yeah, what's, what's wrong with just wanting sex? I mean, uh, yeah, sure. I don't know. <laughs> Apparently it got super, you know, it's very popular on YouTube. It's the high, it's always the highest rated segment of the Raw segments is whatever's happening with Rana and Lucev. So. Okay. Well, that's good for them. I'm happy for them. They deserve it. They deserve it. All right. Well, we have two options. Um, we can get to our emails or... We can explore the world of Doc Manson through my piece of positivity. I don't even understand what that means. Well, I'm go- can I go a little out of order? If you want to. I'm okay with it. Okay. I'll allow it. Thank you. Um, I was at my job, and I overhear some people talking about something called bit life. And BitLife is a game. It's an app on your... You were so shocked you spit your eyes out. Uh, It is Uh an app on your phone. And it allows you to live a virtual life of a character that you create. And all of these events happen. And you make decisions that affect the, the, the future of their life. And ask anyone who has been on Twitter. I've been a little obsessed I've actually created a hashtag for it so that people can mute the hashtag if they don't want to deal with it. But I did myself. I did Chip. 
I did uh, Jedi just recently. Um, I went ahead and did uh, Bolt Nakano. Uh, she, I lived her life for her. She lived till the ripe old age of 99. So, so if you wanted, I'm just offering, if you want, um, I could do your life and I could, I could tell you, you could help make the decisions and we could see what sort of wonderful life Doc Manson has. Or if you, if that doesn't seem like your thing, I'll, I'll do your life anyways, later. Uh, we can go right to the email. How long does it take to live a life? In bit life. Well, it depends on how long your life is. Um, I had a character named Zelda Simpson, I believe that was the random name. She was part of the Coast Guard and she got killed by an exploding mine at like age 27 or something like that. But, you know, we need to devote at least an hour, if not a little longer, probably, because there's a lot of choices here. I have an idea. Sure. Patreon exclusive Ooh. podcast. That would be good. Now, because again, like, you know, we could do it in person. We could have snacks. We could involve Mrs. Manson. We could have her life be part of it as well. Because, you know, it's, there are some very funny things to it. They, they do a nice job with it. So just, just, to, you right. know, and people can write in podcast at ddtwrestling.com since we're heading in the way of the emails. Let us know what you want. Do you want it to be on the air? Should I just tweet about it? Frankly, I think we should record a podcast. What are you doing tomorrow night? I guess it's Halloween, but yeah. I have to imagine we're not going to get many people. So, Well, I, we'll again, see. I know your weekends. You have to mow the lawn. I do understand that the weekends are filled with lawn mowing, and that is Well, a, cleaning up leaves at this point, but. Just saying, yeah. I still have your book. <laughs> it's been now four or five. I'm not Come just going to randomly show up. I invited you last week. Yes, but you don't tell me when. What am I going to do? Show up at 8 a.m. with a book? and Show just... up right now. Hang up and come. You heard me. If we don't go with candy corn dingleberries, <laughs> that's... <laughs> All right. Yep. Podcast All right. at ddtwrestling.com. We have seven emails today. Three from the same person, but I don't care. Uh, the first that's email... A lot is one of three from our good buddy Bosk, and it's called uh, No Subject. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know if he wants uh, us to read his gamer tag on on the air. Gamer tag for Xbox. I won't say it, just in case. Playing more Borderlands 3, but I will try to switch over to Gears 5 if I can. Bosk. And you know what? Brandon Mack, yeah. I think, sent me it on Twitter... And I completely ignored it. Um, if I still had a PlayStation 3, I would still be awaiting your friend request. You would. Where is Brandon Mack? Here, man. Is there a way for you to search my Twitter for it? How do I find this now? I mean, how long ago was this? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to add it right now. Yes, I can. I'm going to do it right now. Or I'll make it easier. I'll just drop mine. And here's his. Okay, let's see. Uh, find more friends. No, that's not what I want. How do I just search for somebody? Let's try this. Um, so I'm not going to say it out loud, but I'm typing it. And normally I would be saying the words very slowly aloud. Okay, here he is. 
He appears to be currently be on his Xbox, and he is watching YouTube. That's interesting. And I'm gonna go ahead and click this plus button. While he's doing that, uh, boss. Wait, that didn't work. Why didn't that work? If I hit plus, it just says add someone. Well, that doesn't make any what sense. You're talking about. Bosk's second email. Hello, DC How and Doc. How do I add you? Hello, DC and Doc. Just received this reward in Borderlands 3. Thought you would appreciate it, Bosk. And it is a picture of uh, Egon. I believe a Ghostbusters reference. Egon. It is a, uh, it is a gun. The, the warning says don't cross the streams, which is funny. It does 79 damage with 65% accuracy. And a 2.7 second reload time, which I'm I assuming hear is very good. Said. What now? Hold on. Now, I, okay, I think I got him at it. I'm going to do the other one now. Bosk. Wait, so what was this now about a, a gun in Borderlands? The second email, he, he earned a reward in Borderlands, and it's a gun called the Egon. And the warning Ooh. next to it says, don't cross the streams. Love it. The Egon gun also existed in uh, the Half-Life video game, and it was, as you might imagine, very similar to what you might imagine a uh, proton accelerator pack from Ghostbusters looking like. <clears throat> Actually, now that I think about it, I could do a different piece of positivity. All right. Our next email comes from Mitchell Monroe, and it is called Clarification. Sorry, my I'm still all messed up here. Okay, here we go. Uh, you can read this. Go ahead. Well, thank you. So normally... If there's a slight misunderstanding in an email I've sent, I'll clarify it on the Twitter. In this specific case, though, I thought it would be good to go ahead and email, as it would allow me to better flesh out what I was trying to say, and still might provide some opportunity for discussion. When I said, and I quote, I like what WWE does more than what AEW does, but AEW does what they do so much better, end quote, I meant that I like a wrestling show with more soap opera than sports, rather than vice versa. However, I'd rather watch a good show that leans into the sports side of things than a bad show that leans into the entertainment side of things. It wasn't the scope or production value of what WWE is that's nice, but I can take or leave it. I mostly added that caveat so no one would think I was ignorant enough to assume AEW beats WWE in every category. I actually prefer just watching a two-hour show. I also am not saying that AEW is just like watching sports, far from it. But in the world of sports entertainment, they do lean more into that portion of their identity than WWE does. Despite that, because they put on a higher quality show with better writing, I still enjoy watching it more. Does that make sense? That clears it up, Mitchell. Your name has been cleared. I don't know if I mentioned this, but SmackDown on Friday is coming to you from Buffalo, New York. So either they're going to do the Saudi Arabia show, get on a plane, fly all the way to back to the United States and just go right to doing a show or SmackDown will be a very odd show indeed. Is Sami Zayn on that show? Uh, yeah, I think so. Mashinsuke. But Shinsuke is, is going to be in Saudi Arabia. Is, is Kevin Owens on SmackDown again? No, Kevin Owens is on Raw. Oh, first time they've ever actually been broken up. That's interesting. Um, okay, so Sami Zayn's going to have a show with the rest of the women, apparently. 
That'll work. That's true. They could have just done an all-women's show. Yeah, right? Evolution. I mean, that would work. All right, Brandon Banks, hashtag list to find your happy. And just to be clear, Brandon Banks and Bosk, I just followed you no. on Xbox. No. no. You followed what? Brandon Mack. What did I say? You said, this is Brandon Banks. You followed Brandon Mack on Xbox. Oh, yeah, sorry. Don't cross the Brandons. I got him crossed for a second. My bad. Uh, find the hashtag list to find your happy DC. You don't have to rank your list of happy things. Just list them and then let the besties rank them. I don't know why, but I like the idea of someone else ranking the things that you make, DC Matthews, happy. Sent for my iPhone. I'm doing it just so I can keep track of how many. They're not in no order. They're just as I think of them. Oh, no, I'm sure they're actually in order. It's over 70 now. I've come up with 70 things that have made me happy all in the last week or so. And you say I'm not the Pope of Positivity anymore. One time. I get mad at one thing. And I lose my title. I'll just be sure to invite you back to the Find Your Happy Chat then. I would take an invitation back to the Find Your Happy Chat now. now that no, it, you wouldn't. Now that there is water under bridges... I will hear about the conversations Pav has with nude men at the gym at like one in the morning. Whatever sort of odd antics he wants to get up to, he can live his life however he chooses. I will act like I act in bit life. I will love him unconditionally. With Kevin Sanj in there, I don't think you're going to last very long. That's all I'm saying. The DDT hype team sent us vignette number two. Change what, 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 in the, what, happened to, what happened to Glenn's? You had already clicked it, so it looked like it was already red. Christmas cake part two. Hi, guys. The answer to Doc's question last week is you take sultanas, raisins, and currants, marinate them in brandy for about a week, then mix them into a basic fruit cake, allow it to stand for another week, feeding the cake with more brandy so it doesn't dry out, then coat it in a layer of marzipan and then ice it. The whole process takes about a month. So that is why I start my Christmas baking around the end of October. Thanks as always, Glenn. Do you know what difference is between sultanas, raisins, and currants? I know the difference between raisins and currants, but I don't know what a sultana is. A sultana is a dried white grape. So a raisin. But a white one. Gotcha. Uh now that I'm watching a bunch of British baking show, like I'm familiar with these, marzipan is not a thing. Mrs. Manson, I know, is down there doing some holiday baking right now, um, but she doesn't bake with marzipan. Occasionally. Really? Not often. I was going to say. Wow. I think we've bought marzipan once, I think. If Although we I could got a P.O. box, Glenn, could you send us a cake? I mean, it's got so much brandy in it, I think it would survive international mail travel. We need a P.O. box. The DDT hype team, vignette two, change is in the air. Change! I have to Before read, you I have read, to read below, this one. I, well, I, you don't have oh, to. it is a long one. I will read. I didn't realize it was a long one. Would you like me to read it or would you like to read it? You go ahead. Before you read below, what does change mean to you both? Mrs. Manson, what does change mean to you? Would you like to answer that question before I get into the... i got to find a drum. 
Change ain't what it used to be. What did it used to be? Well, it was different, and that's why I changed. Change. Change is a beautiful thing. Seasons change. People change. Goals change. In gym locker rooms, people get changed. On change.org, people campaign for change. But is change healthy? Lowlifes want Brexit, but Brexit's pathetic. People change their life playbook when they just need minor cosmetic changes. Sometimes a change is as good as a rest. Keeping out of the picture is healthy, but it is about how you come back. In life, people tread water, comfort zones, or dead zones. People live life, society's version of life. But do they truly live life? We think we know what the formula is, but we have a lack of breadth. We lack resources and feel out our depth. We miss out on opportunities. We watch boats sail away. But nailing the colors to the mast of change is how we feel. Okay. DDT 200. He returns. 21 days. Hashtag. He is coming. Come sail away. Come sail away. Sail away with me. <laughs> no? I like that song. Yeah, it's a good song. And this is the most, is this the most political we've ever been on this show? Reading somebody else's message that says low lives want Brexit, but Brexit's pathetic. I think we have alluded to our displeasure in certain things about our own politics, but yes. Huh. Yes. And leave it to us to be much more concerned with UK politics than our own. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Bosk is back. Happy Halloween. Hello, DC and Doc. Happy Halloween. Enjoying both podcasts. All two of those podcasts that we've put out, DC. Uh, enjoying both podcasts. Going to try the movie Hush tonight. Good one. I like that movie. Uh, has DC ever said what his favorite Halloween movie is? I'm sure he has to someone, but I don't think to us. Hope this gets you to 13 emails. A baker's dozen! Best to you and yours, Bosk. Sent from my iPhone. DC, have you ever said what your favorite Halloween movie is? And if not, what is it? Well, the reason why he said hope it gets us to 13 is this morning we had six emails. Like, it was like 9 a.m. I checked, as I usually do. I hadn't sent out a, hey, send your email, send your emails. And we had six. And I was like, man, now that I send a reminder out, we'll certainly get to a baker's dozen. And I got one. Yes. Uh, let's see. What is my favorite? Is it Hocus Pocus? No. Is it The Nightmare Before Christmas? Possibly. Really? You like that movie? I don't know that is I like it... that movie, but I no, I can't think of a Halloween movie that I like better. I'm... Is it Casper? The live action movie with Christina Ricci and no. uh, Bill Pullman? No. no. I'll, I'll even accept the Adams oh, family. No. Okay. Does Beetlejuice count? Yes. Beetlejuice. Michael Keaton, for oh. sure. Shake, 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 Shinora, shake your body line. That movie work, is work. really, oh, really yeah. good. I got to watch that movie. That's it. Beetlejuice by far. 
I love. I should that probably movie. watch that movie again. And that whole Gina part Davis where like they're in the face where it gets all stretched yes. out because they go to the waiting room. That scared. Yes, the waiting room is what I was gonna say. That scared bodily fluids out of my body when I was a kid. There are just so many good, clever things in that movie that I think went over my head as a kid. And it's been a long time, actually, since I've seen it. So I do want to go back and check it out again because I, I really think that movie is way more credit or way more clever than I was able to give it credit for at the time. What do you think the Beetlejuice from the Hayride is up to right now? If I had to guess... Meth? <laughs> I was going to say heroin, but yeah, meth is probably more topical. So, Yeah. When we worked the Hayride, there was a guy who was he was one of the big stars. He did a very good Beetlejuice. I believe he lived in a camper on the property. Yep. Yeah. He was an artiste. He was. Anyways. Yeah. Beetlejuice. Without question. Okay. That's I used, to, I used good to have choice. a fear of covered bridges. Because they don't they like fall off a covered bridge and that's how they die in the first place? Maybe it's not a covered bridge. I'm not sure. Again, it's been a while since I've seen that one, so I think I saw that in the theater. Pretty sure. Yeah, that might be. That might need to be. We were gonna watch tomorrow night while we waited for trick or treaters. We were gonna watch more British Baking Show because we love it. But maybe, maybe Beetlejuice. Do you think Mrs. Matthews? Would withstand Beetlejuice? I don't know. I'd have to ask. It's not that scary. It's not. Generally speaking, though, would you consider yourself or Mrs. Matthews to be less tolerant of scary movies? Or about the same? It's different. Okay. Um, Mrs. Matthews is not at all a fan of the anything sadistic. So she's not going to go for any of that sort of thing. That's why she doesn't like me, huh? But more <laughs> she does like you. <laughs> but more of yeah, the sure she does. But more of the she I think it might be a little more into the again that kind of psychological thriller sort of thing which again might not be technically defined as a horror movie. I would say I have more of a tolerance for it. But I'm talking about Beetlejuice and I'm having physical reactions to remembering <laughs> the scary parts. Like the shrunken sure. head thing scared me. Yeah, the woman fair. smoking from the hole in her throat scared me. Like. Tracheotomy! As a kid who had no knowledge of a lot of those things, it was just. That's a creepy movie. It is. I'll give it to you. But and it's, it's good. a good one. It's funny. But it's very it's good. clever. But it's very good. Yeah. All right. All right. Um. I hate to surprise you, but um, I need a piece of positivity. I know you never you never expect it. No. Uh, what's yours first? Go uh, ahead. I was gonna go with Bit Life, but if we're gonna if we're gonna make that a separate thing, um, I will go with uh, the Love Sack, baby. The love. Are you familiar with a Love Sack? Sack. Yeah. I mean, I'm familiar with at least one love sack. Uh, it's a piece of furniture. Is it? Do you remember? This is, well, we may have had it in our first dorm room. I had the big foof chair. Yes, I recall. That to the third power. What? 
we bought recently a five foot long by three and a half foot tall foam piece of furniture that is now taking up a good portion of our living room. Huh. This is, this is not a question directed at your physicality explicitly. Sure. Are you able to get out of that thing? Yesterday, because it's, it's meant for three people. It is supposed to be like, essentially a sofa. So, okay. So we were both sitting in it, watching TV, and I wanted to get up. And so what I did in that instance is I just started log rolling onto the floor and then got up. Yeah, because the reason why I ask it again, with the caveat there, I know it could come off sounding kind of crass. No. But I am now at an age where I am not sure I could extract myself from a beanbag chair of any sort gracefully. I don't do bad at it, but it takes more steps than it probably should. Yeah, fair. But, and we're, deba- we're debating the merits of looking for some sort of I'm going to say platform, but I don't know if that's the right word. Something to put it on so that I, I, I essentially want one of those. Like a futon. I want, or frame. like a papazon chair. Like I essentially want something like that that it can rest on. We don't okay. currently have that. So I think what this is really just going to mean is we're eventually going to buy a couch. But in this the was interim, your stopgap so you didn't have to buy a couch. We couldn't find the one we liked. So while we continue looking, now we have a love sack. Love sack, baby. So that is my piece of positivity because it is very comfy. I, you know, I moved all the old furniture out all by myself. I fluffed it up because it requires a lot of fluffing in order for it to reach its full size. (laughs) (laughs) You're a clever one. You know, it does. You are clever. It does. I'm just saying. (laughs) There are videos you can watch on how to get it to reach maximum volume. (laughs) <laughs> and then you got to put the cover on it and make sure it's safe. And then you're ready to play. So out of curiosity, is this thing actually called the love sack? If I did a Google search for a love, go to lovesack. lovesack.com right now and see what you find. How do you spell sack? Is this got a K on it? No, S A C. You can buy a the sectional. most which, adaptable couch. You can buy a sectional, which is a, an actual sofa that comes in pieces and you can rearrange. But we bought just a sack, the love sack, not a couch. <clears throat> How are you enjoying the sack? It's pretty darn comfy. It kind so of, what, Oh, man. Did you get the movie sack? Did you get the super sack? Did you get the big one? I believe we got a super sack. We did not get the largest one, but we got the, okay. the second largest one. What color did you get? We got some Are gray fur. I'm actually going to send you a picture. I'm not on it yet. Well, not in the picture anyway. Chinchilla dense fur? Oh, I would have gotten that one. That actually Elk might be what we got. It. There's lots of different things. Wolf? If you have your phone on you, I have I have texted you. And just you. FYI, I'm saying wolf fur, but it's P-H-U-R. So this is, yeah. you know, this is not real fur here, folks. Oh, wow. That's an iPad for scale. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh huh. Wow. Okay. So yeah. Well, you do you. I'm before, glad that you like before it. it was fluffed, it really did feel like I was sitting on the floor, but just really cozied up by the foam just around me. I actually like the design of the sectional. I actually, it's very similar. 
in some ways to the sectional that we bought. Yeah, you can buy, I think, as many pieces as you want and then just modify it as needed. But yeah. I don't know that we'll do that. But anyways, cool. it's fun. So I've given you plenty of time to think about it. Except the entire time I was just thinking about love sacks. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I've got to go to this week. Tomorrow's Halloween. I love Halloween. I love the season. It's supposed to rain, which kind of has me down the dumps. But you know what? We will persevere. What? what A nation of your, Halloweeners. What does your lab do to celebrate? Can you wear a costume tomorrow? I know you're not going to go to work, but can you wear a costume tomorrow? No. No, no, definitely not. No costumes. Were you going to wear a costume while waiting for trick-or-treaters? No, I usually don't. No. Does Oscar have a costume? Probably somewhere. Does the money in the bank thing still exist or has it been totally torn asunder? I believe it still exists, but it was destroyed. It had to be sort of roped back together. That's fair. The the big piece of black plastic didn't hold out? No, he destroyed that in like two days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, But the bed still exists. Good. And he does occasionally try to get in it. (laughs) And... Usually what happens is he's because he's really too big for it. Yeah. He's too long. And he he's usually like got his front half in it and he's trying to like dig around and he's probably trying to figure out how he's going to get his back half into it. So like he moves it all across the room while he's doing this and he inevitably backs it into the robotic vacuum that we have and it beeps and moves off of its thing and he just stops and he gets scared and he runs away. And yeah, it's it's been a process. All right. As long as he's yeah. getting some enjoyment out of it. That's all that matters. Definitely, definitely. I hope, so, yeah, it's Halloween, man. Yeah. That's going to be a good time. Well, a happy Tonight, ha- I think I'm going to maybe carve some jack-o'-lanterns, so we'll see. A happy Halloween to you and yours as you celebrate, rain or shine. And a happy Halloween to everyone out there. I know it'll be the day after. It'll be the... Which one is the day of the dead? Is that November 1st, Dio de los Muertos? Um, it's more than one day, isn't it? It's like sundown on the 31st. Um, the second? I don't know. And a happy Diwali. Essentially, yes. And a happy Diwali to anyone who celebrates the Hindu Festival of Lights, which is a lot of people that live near me. But really? there are Christmas lights everywhere in this apartment complex because we have a large population of people who celebrate Diwali. So there cool. were people out there with sparklers the other day. It was quite fun. Hope you've had quite a bit of fun listening to this epic podcast. Episode 197, counting down three more weeks. Until episode 200. Anything else you'd like to say, Doc Manson, before we head out into that good night? If you'd like to have your thoughts read on the air, you can do so by sending a message to podcast at ddtwrestling.com. If you like what you've heard and you'd like to listen to the rest of our back catalog, you can do so by going to ddtpod.com or to your podcast repository of choice, such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. And finally, if you like what you've heard, and how could you, head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT Wrestling. You send us a little bit of financial support to DC and Doc. It helps to keep the lights on and the podcast train chugging. And also, it sounds like Patreon members very soon will have a BitLife extra episode to listen to. So look forward to that, folks. And be sure to listen to the Sound Scary Halloween Spooktacular. Find What's that on your get subscribe <laughs> to Sound Scary. I don't know. I haven't listened to it yet. It's tomorrow. And then listen to this Halloween spooktacular. If Doc's excited about it, it has to be good because Doc would never be excited about not good things. 
thank you? Right? He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC I am. Matthews at the DC Matthews. And until we meet again, my friends, won't you be our bestie?